0: without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash minimalish. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today.
1: Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
0: You're listening to Minimalish, a podcast where we talk about simplifying our stuff, I'm your host, Desiree, I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert, and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. Today, we are talking about getting intentional with getting outdoors with our kids We've approached this topic recently a couple of times. We talked about it back in January, where we talked about the benefits of being outside in all different types of weather. And we talked about it back in December a little bit. We mostly were talking about just the idea of huga and enjoying the winter. And part of that is forcing ourselves to get outside it's a topic i've covered through the winter but today i wanted to talk about it through the lens of our children i've said this on previous episodes but as a kid i always just tended to want to stay inside and i think it's because i didn't really see all of the different options for me outside I didn't really like to play sports or run around much, and I just thought that's what you did when you were outside. While I still spent time outside, as I got older, I just tended to want to stay inside more. And as adults, it's even easier to just stay inside all day because we're constantly working or getting things done around the house. But how can we foster a love of the outdoors with our kids? How can we? get outside with them often, make it a routine. And part of that is fostering that love for the outdoors in our kids. And a lot of times that is even the easy part. There can be resistance for some of our kids, but if our kids see that it's fun to be outside and if we focus on the things that they like to do outside, I think that's the easy part. Sometimes I think the hardest part is getting everyone out the door and packing up all the things that we need. And when we've got multiple kids, just just getting out of the house sometimes can be stressful. So today's episode kind of covers both of those aspects. I have Holly Horch from All Weather Adventuring as my guest today, and she gives us a perspective from someone who didn't always get her kids outside Every day, but now spends so much time outdoors with her kids and having four kids of varying ages. She has made it just part of their day and part of their routine. So, if this is something that's important to you, you know, our weather, at least in the US, is getting to the point of being a little less resistant to that, right? It is harder to get outside in the winter, let's all be honest, depending on where you live. But For me in Pittsburgh here, it is harder to get outside in the winter, but as things are warming up, I feel more motivated and like it's a little bit easier to do so. So I hope this episode just equips you with a ton of ideas to make getting outdoors a priority, a routine, and fun for your kids and you as well, and just helps you foster a love for being outside and a love for nature in your kids. While we've talked about the benefits of all of this in the past, this episode really comes in with tons of practical ideas, and I know you're going to enjoy it. So let's dive into my conversation with Holly. I am so excited to have you on the show today, Holly. Um, I just really enjoy what you do and what you're all about. So I can't wait for you to share with our listeners. Um, But before we get to kind of our main topic just tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Okay. Um, first, I'm really excited to be here. So thank you for having me. Um, I'm Holly, and I am a mom to four kids. My, I have two girls who are 10 and 8 and two boys who are 6, and my baby just turned 3. Um, and they're very active kids, so we have always like really enjoyed getting outside as a family Um just to kind of get their energy out. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I we live in Boise, Idaho currently. Um, my husband and I have been married almost 14 years. We're celebrating our anniversary next month. And um we've lived here in Idaho for almost four years. Before that we were in Washington State. So just kind of and I was born and raised in Oregon and here in Boise too. So I'm kinda Pacific Northwest is where I'm where I've been, what I know. So, um, and I actually, I own a small business, my own small business. It's called all weather adventuring and I create adventure kits for kids to get them, um, connected to nature, get them outside more, just teach them more about nature and how to respect our beautiful planet and all of those things.
0: I love that. I love that you, you know, not only are encouraging kids and families in general together to get outside, but there's this aspect of teaching them about nature and teaching them to take care of the planet as well that is kind of embedded into uh, what you do. So I love all of that. And we've been talking um, a little bit about just getting ourselves outside more through the winter on the podcast. We've had a couple of episodes where we kind of approach that topic. But it's interesting because, like, typically I think, okay, well, kids are easier to get outside. But as my um, oldest is around five years old now and you know she resists things more <laughs> than she used yeah. to, I, oh, yeah. I realized that there are just so many things that make it so easy to stay inside. And mm-hmm. even for kids, I mean, some kids are more prone to just love being outside, but we can also work on that and cultivate that in them. So I'm excited to hear all of your tips. Yeah. Talk a little bit more about like, what is it that you do with all weather adventuring? You said adventure kits for kids. If you want to like, explain a little bit, what you sell is so interesting. And so many people that are listening and have kids are going to like want to check this out. So can you just explain like a little bit more about what what it is that you do sell and also your mission behind it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I guess I'll start with kind of my mission behind it is that my goal is that I just want to inspire families and kids to get outside more, to connect with nature, to learn from nature, all those things, um, and also to do that in a way that's like fun and exciting and works for each individual family. Um, so the products that I create, I have um, a couple different things. My, the first product I came up with is an, what I call my Adventure Guide Kit and that's um, little four by six laminated sheets. And it comes um, with a little magnifying glass so the kids can like look for things. It has um, the leave no trace principles so you can teach that to your kids. And they're all like, like I made, I designed them really cute so that it's like interactive for kids. There's little pictures and things on there. Um, so it has the leave no trace principles, um, animal tracks sheets so they can look for different animal tracks. There's a little nature scavenger hunt, so they look for the different things. And you can use like either a dry erase marker or like a sticker once you find the thing and put it on there and then take it off. Um, And then also just adventure essentials like what to pack. And I have created these for every region in the United States. So I divided it up by regions. Initially, I was trying to do every state and I realized that doing 50 different kits was just going to be a lot of work. It's a lot of research that goes into it. So um, the regional kits, they have, the regional sheets are the like most common local mammals, most common local birds and local wildflowers. So all of that, I've done a lot of research, like all last summer, I was just researching all the different regions in the US and um, talked to locals as well, like reached out to a, a couple different local contacts in each of the areas and i was like hey this is what i found like is this accurate And just getting like an insider's perspective because i think that's important um so yeah that's my adventure guide kit and i have them for every region in the us including alaska and hawaii so it's just been really fun And then I also have the seasonal adventure kits, which have been a huge hit as well. I know you got a spring one for your daughter. I'm so excited to see what she thinks. So yeah, I have the different seasonal kits. So the spring one has like a little fairy potion that you can make and it has like dried flowers and it has wildflower seeds to plant. Um, It has like a spring adventures checklist you can put on the fridge and then check off all the different adventures. And it's simple things like blow bubbles outside or cloud watch, like just little easily attainable things that you can do. And so that's the spring one. And then like the summer has, you make a, there's a fairy or gnome house, like a little kit to make a little fairy or gnome house. And then also the same thing with having the summer adventures checklist. So it's more geared towards summer. Um, You can make a pine cone bird feeder. There's like instructions and supplies for that.
0: What I love about the seasonal kits is it gives you ideas, like you said, with those checklists of just what to do. And I love that you also have the for the adventure kits for each region, because you did so much research on that. And I personally, like, I just don't have a whole lot of outdoorsy knowledge or just like nature knowledge, you know, yep. Um, I just didn't grow up that way. And it hasn't been something that I really dived into. So I know I'd be learning right alongside my kid with those. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you hear that from a lot of parents.
1: Yeah, for sure. And actually creating them, like now when I see a bird, I'm like, ooh, that's a dark-eyed junco. Like I know these things now because I did the research. So it's actually, I, I learned it too. Like I've always been an outdoorsy person. I grew up, you know, we went camping and went to the coast and all these things. But like, learning it as an adult is really cool. And it's, yeah, it's fun to be excited about it alongside my kids. Yeah. <laughs> One of the inspirations behind my business as well, and behind what I do, like, as a mom, um, I, in December and Christmas 2017, my husband got me Linda Mer- McGurk's book, There's No Such Thing as Bad Weather. And I read it in January of 2018, and I just loved it. And reading it in the middle of winter was just like life changing because we lived in we lived in Washington State where it rains all the time. Um, And so after I read her book, I was just so inspired because I've always enjoyed getting outside, but it kind of like solidified that that was okay because I always had this like deep desire to just like get outside every day. And I was like, is there something wrong? Like not everybody does this, and. That book helped me feel less alone in that and like realize that, yeah, it's not necessarily normal, but it's also not a bad thing to just want to be outside all the time. Um, And of course, there's responsibilities and things you have to do as well. But I just, when I heard the podcast episode that you did with Linda, I absolutely loved it. And I love everything that she does. And yeah, she was actually a huge inspiration for me in my motherhood journey and just feeling like yeah I can take my kids outside every day it's okay to take them outside when it's raining like it's good for them and all these things and so that kind of inspired how I how I parent and how I mother and then the adventure kits kind of came from wanting to share that like love of nature with other people.
0: When it comes to personal hygiene, I try to minimize the amount of toxins in my personal care products. When I see ingredients that I can't pronounce, I try to just stay away from them. If you're like me and you're trying to have less toxins in those personal hygiene products, it's time to try Native. I've been using them for years. Every Native product is thoughtfully formulated to keep you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. You know Native for their aluminum-free deodorant. Native keeps their ingredients list bare naked with ingredients you understand like coconut oil, shea butter, and baking soda. Native deodorant checks a lot of boxes. 72-hour odor protection, naturally derived ingredients, and a smooth, residue-free application. Native also offers a variety of scents. Native has a scent option for everyone. I love that Native always has limited edition collections, like their warm cider and cinnamon part of their cabin collection. I got the aloe and green tea scent, which is just fresh and light smelling. Now is the time to make the switch from an antiperspirant to Native. When you visit their site, you can discover all of their fresh scents and maybe even try one of their body washes while you're at it. My favorite thing about Native is I can go throughout my day, I can work out, I can clean my house, all things that make me sweat, and I still am smelling good. Smell and feel fresh all day long with Native. Get 20% off your first order. Go to nativedeo.com slash Desiree or use promo code Desiree at checkout. That's nativedeo.com slash Desiree or use promo code Desiree at checkout for 20% off your first order. You know, that episode that I had with her would be a great one to listen to, like back-to-back with this one Mm -hmm. too. So I'll link that in the show notes. But, you know... Like I said at the beginning, our modern life can really keep us inside, whether that's like our kids being at school all day or often inside most of the day um, or just at home. There are things that our kids maybe prefer being inside for screen time or just they're maybe used to it because and I I didn't know that, you know, it's something that Developed over time for you started getting your kids outside more Mm -hmm. as you kind of read that book as well. So, I would love to know, um, you know, what are some ways that you maybe started cultivating a love of the outdoors with your kids? What are some ways that we can do that um, so that our kids are starting to really want to be outside more if that's not something?
1: Yeah. Um, So, initially, like when I, after I read that book and I was like, okay, I want to do this, I would just kind of work outside time into like whatever errands we were running. If we went to the grocery store, I made sure we stopped at the park afterwards. Like I just kind of worked it in into like simple, easy things. Cause I had a five-year-old, a three and a half year old, and a one and a half year old when I read that book. And so it kind of felt hard for me, um, to get outside. And I, my husband and I, when we were newlyweds, we used to go hiking a lot and backpacking and, um, with our first, I was, you know, strict with nap times and all of those things, and I think that's kind of natural as a as a new mom. Um, but once I kind of let go of the control a little bit and just kind of let the day be what it needed to be. Um, yeah, that's another thing. With each child, we got a little more like adventurous, and a li- we got outside more. So with our first, we went hiking a few times. With our second, we went hiking a lot. With our third, we went camping a couple times and hiked all the time. And then our fourth kid basically lives outside. So, um, <laughs> but to answer your question, so yeah, just little things. So when I read that book and I was like, okay, I'm gonna get outside more. I would just work it into our day to day schedule. So at the time. My oldest was not yet in kindergarten. She was almost in kindergarten, Um, but I had them all home all the time, and it was kind of a lot. So I would just work in, you know, park time before or after errands. Sometimes I would just say, okay, we're going to meet up with friends at the park. So we would do that. And then we started biking to the park once, like, once my oldest was biking well, and just little things like that that just got us outside for longer periods of time. And then something else that I did when the weather was nice is I would just, I loved doing yoga. I still love doing yoga. I need to get back into it sometime, but, and I've been saying that for years, but I love yoga. And so I would just take my yoga mat outside and let the kids play in the backyard while I did yoga. And it was just really nice because they saw, it was almost like I was modeling for them. Like, this is something I like to do. I could do it inside, but I want to do it outside. And so just modeling that simple, like, we're going to go outside and have some outside time. Um, Also picnic lunches were huge. I've always loved doing picnic lunches. Um, It's a little harder in the winter (laughs) uh, if it's rainy or snowy. But if it's a nice day, take our lunch outside and that's a good way for us to get out. Um, And something else that helps us, too, is just finding things that the kids enjoy, too. So Um, my, my girls are, they like volleyball and I love volleyball too. So sometimes we'll just take a volleyball and a soccer ball over to the neighborhood park and we'll hit the volleyball around. The boys will play with the soccer ball. And we just kind of like just finding those things that will get them excited about getting outside. Um, yeah. And also something else that I think is has helped me is my phrasing of things. So instead of saying to the kids, like, kids, we're going to go hike five miles, okay? I try to find a hike that has like, like there's this one hike we love doing called Wilson Creek and it has all these rocks to climb. And so a lot of times if they're like resistant, I'm like, let's go do the rock climbing hike. Let's go climb rocks. And instead of saying, let's go hike two, three miles or whatever it is, I'm like, hey, do you guys want to go to that fun place with all the big rocks to climb on? And then it's, like, more exciting to them. So I think phrasing is huge. Um, And then just finding the things that will excite your kids and excite you. Because if you're not excited about it, then they probably won't be too, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that makes so much sense. I think think that's a huge thing, like, (laughs) in our minds, we might think that, you know, I know a lot of times I'll get in this mindset of, okay, I need to get, like, I need to get us outside. And if I said that out loud, like, you need to get outside or we need to get outside, that probably wouldn't translate well to my five-year-old who is feels like she's in this kind of phase of just being resistant to everything. So, yeah, I love the idea of just thinking about what they enjoy about it and – Kind of going with that. I know we take walks almost every day. I'm just trying to get her to the point of walking and enjoying walks and like exploring on our walks, rather than mm-hmm. she always wants me to like push her and her sister in the wagon. You are heavy and you are five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need to push you. You know. So yeah. we just make games out of it a lot of times, mm-hmm. and so that's such a great tip of just you know, making sure we phrase it a certain way making sure we're doing things that they enjoy and making it easy. I mean, having three kids like you did, having this goal of getting outside more, that's overwhelming because getting out of the house is overwhelming sometimes. So just the fact of if you're already going to be out of the house, kind of tacking that on. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing too, when you were saying like with your daughter, you try to like make games or make it exciting, teach your kids to notice things. Like to slow down and to model that for them, to look at, oh, look, there's some blossoms on that tree or, oh, look at what that bird's doing or watch that squirrel's chasing that other squirrel. Noticing those little things and pointing it out and like, just like having that like awe and wonder and fascination in nature, like it makes me more excited to be outside because I'm like, oh, what's going to happen today, you know, and to make it more of a game and more engaging and more fun for kids is huge so I love that you do that with your daughter that you kind of like you know point things out or you just try to make it more fun for her I think that's a really awesome thing to do and that's kind of the intention behind my adventure kits is like oh if the kids have a magnifying glass they can look closer at the bug on the sidewalk or you know all those little things that add up over time so
0: and again like it can feel overwhelming just to get outside but also to know what to do while you're out there so that's why when I saw when I looked at what you you know what you have on Etsy and saw that list for spring I was like this is perfect so having those ideas just gets me like okay we can do this <laughs> you totally. know I've already got these ideas queued up for me <laughs> yes absolutely it, it
1: does make it a lot easier when you have kind of a game plan and we um so there's actually in the spring kit there's a thing of bubbles And I discovered today, so it's raining here in Boise, and I took my kid out because he was, he was having, he was having a morning, let me say, my three-year-old. And my sister-in-law and nephew are over today. And yeah, my three-year-old was just like yelling and argumentative and just like possessive of toys and all these things. And I was like, oh my gosh, we need to get outside. So we went outside, but then he asked for bubbles and I was like, sure, let's do bubbles. And I actually discovered today that bubbles, when it's wet, like when the grass is wet, the bubbles like don't pop. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I know. We were like so So fascinated by this. I was like, wow. So yeah, bubbles in the spring are great because sometimes it's rainy in the spring. And yeah, I was like, I was like, I wonder if the bubbles are going to pop when I blow them and the, the rain will pop them. But no, they just like stay on the grass and like the boys were going around popping all the bubbles. And yeah, like I think you said earlier, like it just helps your mood. So like for me, I just, I knew once I got him outside, he would change his attitude around. Um, And sometimes there's still resistance once you get outside. But eventually I feel like the outdoors always help everybody's attitude. (laughs) Helps
0: me, helps my kids, helps everybody. Just that fresh air and just getting out of the house. Something you said um, about hiking was about hiking. So... I know like the idea of hiking is kind of intimidating me hiking with kids, mostly because like I just shared, taking walks right now just through my neighborhood, which can be a hike because there's a lot of hills. But um, taking shorter walks, I'm just now like trying to get my five-year-old to actually walk more rather than being pushed in a wagon. So um, what are some of your tips to getting kids – out and hiking like longer I guess longer trips outdoors basically in general like what are some tips to kind of make it through and make it enjoyable or endure it I guess if it's not enjoyable that type of thing yeah
1: so my number one tip is snacks (laughs) have a lot of snacks on hand um especially like if we're hiking you know and our kids are not enjoying it in the moment or whatever. I'm like, okay, when we make it to this next, that next tree, we'll stop and have a snack break. Um, and then also, like my adventure guide kit is great. That has motivated, especially my my boy who he's six now, but when I created them, he was four. And like, he still, he loves the adventure guide kit. Like it's the perfect age for that because it's like something he can hold and kind of like look for things along the trail and kind of keep him engaged and excited. Um, start small with short hikes or walks around the neighborhood which you're already doing Um, choosing hikes that you know that your kids can handle a hike that has like either a fun destination like you're hiking to a lake or there's rocks to climb along the way things like that Um, packing lots of snacks and water and pointing out things in nature that you notice and then yeah taking short breaks like there's no shame in taking a quick little break um, if you need it or your kids need it or whatever. Um, Something else that we've done on hikes is just singing silly songs together. Also just like chatting with our kids, like one thing last summer, something that my girls would ask me on every hike because my girls are a little older. They're 10 and eight. I mean, they're not old yet, but they want to have conversations and know about, you know, me as a kid. So on our hikes last summer, they would ask, um, what was, tell us a memory from first grade. Tell us a memory from second grade. And like, it was just really cute. So like having like just conversations, like being like, what do you guys want to talk about? And engaging them in a conversation to kind of distract them from the fact that we're hiking up a hill. And then also, um, especially when you're first starting out hiking, it's helpful to have your partner, your husband with you. Um, just because like we would still carry our five-year-old, like if he needed a little, a little break, we would put him up on our shoulders. I can carry them both, but it's not fun. So it's nice to have an extra pair of hands, whether you're going with friends or having your husband go with you, just so that you have an extra pair of hands. The last tip would be just your attitude. Just making sure that you're, you know, even if things are rough, like, trying to continue to stay positive and but there are times too like we actually did a we hiked to a backcountry yurt we snowshoed in december as a family and that was probably like one of the most physically and mentally challenging things we did as a family and i just finally was just like my six-year-old was not having it he was like this is miserable it took us four hours to go two miles like it was it was bad But finally, I just kind of was like, yeah, this totally sucks. You're right. Like this sucks for all of us, but it's something we have to do. Like we're here, we're doing it. And just kind of like acknowledging that really helped all of us to be like, we're in this together. It sucks. But then once we were there, it was so worth it. And we like stayed two nights and it was great. And he said that that was his favorite memory from 2022. Like, he was like, the yurt trip was my favorite. So sometimes you just acknowledge like, yeah, this is really hard. I don't like it either. But once we get here, it's going to be great. And we can like have a picnic or we can celebrate or whatever it is. I hope that makes sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, I guess, you know, hiking, tougher hikes are... It's not always going to be fun but that's that's life too so mm-hmm. life lesson for kids that yes. the tougher things can lead to the really good things yes totally to a fun memory for them <laughs> absolutely yeah why does laundry detergent come in massive plastic jugs that's a good question they take up a lot of space and they are filled with messy goo that's up to actually 90% water, not to mention 91% of those jugs don't get recycled. But it's not like you can just stop doing the laundry, but what you can do as you can switch to Earth Breeze. I love Earth Breeze laundry detergent eco sheets. They look like dryer sheets, but they're not. They dissolve 100% in any wash cycle. There's no measuring or mess, you just toss them in. The packaging is compact, biodegradable, and plastic-free. Their eco sheets are dermatologically tested and safe for sensitive skin, and they offer flexible subscriptions that can be adjusted, paused, or canceled by you at any time without penalty. With their Buy One Give 10 initiative, each purchase donates 10 loads of laundry to a charitable cause of your choice. Most important, you still get a powerful clean for your clothes. I think it's so impressive that this little tiny laundry sheet can actually clean my clothes well, and I really love that they are mess-free, but you won't really know until you try it. If you don't like it, EarthBreeze actually will give you a full refund. You don't even have to send it back. They are confident you'll love it as much as I do. Now's the time to try EarthBreeze because right now my listeners can subscribe and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com minimalish to get started. That's earthbreeze.com minimalish for 40% off earthbreeze.com com slash minimalish
1: and i guess one point i want to make too is like like i love that you brought we brought up hiking we talked about it but like if hiking isn't your thing don't do it like i don't want anyone to listen to this and feel like oh i should hike with my kids now because she hikes with her kids or like if that's not what's going to be fun for your family if that's not something you
0: want to try to do
1: please don't do it like don't make
0: yourself miserable trying to do something that doesn't sound fun to you. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that's probably a great tip for just getting outdoors as a family, even just getting yourself outdoors more is do what sounds fun to you. Yes. <laughs> because I, I think any version of being outside and being in nature is going to be beneficial. It doesn't have to look in a certain way.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's kind of what I try to portray on my account and with my business is that like, I want families to do whatever works for them and whatever feels right to them and whatever excites them as a family.
0: So I think getting ourselves outside, one thing that can help is probably routines. Are there any routines that your family has that makes getting outside easy, makes it predictable maybe for your kids, um, an expectation?
1: Yeah. So something that we do is we walk to and from school every day. We live close enough to the kids' school that we walk. Um, so they just know that every morning we're going to walk to school, no matter what the weather's doing. Sometimes if it's like super duper windy and snowy or we'll all drive them, but most of the time we walk. So they know that that's kind of a normal thing we do. And I always walk to pick them up. Um, and then on the weekends, we typically get outside in the mornings. My three-year-old still naps. So we'll have like downtime in the afternoon Um, So that's what works for us is getting out in the morning and then having some chill time at home in the afternoon. But depending on your family and what you have going on, maybe it works to like have a lazy morning and then get out in the afternoon. So just like finding what works for your family. And then something that I do, it's not really a routine, but I keep a snack bag in our car and it's always loaded up with snacks. um, And I just refill it like every couple days. I make sure the snack bag is full of snacks in the car so that if we do just decide on a whim to go somewhere, then I know, okay, we have snacks in the snack bag. So even if it's close to lunch, we're going to survive and things like that. Um, And then one more thing that I do is if I know that we're going to go on a day trip somewhere or on a hike, or if it's summer and we're going to go swimming or if it's winter and we're going to go sledding, I try to prep as much as I can the night before. Um, So just making sure that we have, you know, swimsuits ready, swimsuits and towels if it's summer, or make sure all the snow clothes are in the right place, just getting everything done that I can the night before and kind of like packed and ready to go for the next day um, really helps us. And that's something that was just, yeah, total game changer, especially when the kids were all little and they couldn't help out as much. So yeah, those are kind of the things that we've done.
0: I think those are all super helpful. And Great tips that are going to help anyone listening kind of whether they can do all of them or just a couple. The snack thing is genius because, I mean, you know, you leave at a certain time and you think, oh, we'll be fine. But they're just always hungry.
1: (laughs) Always hungry.
0: Well, kind of uh, last question that I have that really goes along with what we were just talking about is do you have any last suggestions for the family that maybe hasn't made the outdoors a priority but wants to start?
1: Yeah. So my biggest tip I would say is just to try to get outside for 15 minutes. Um, whether that's 15 minutes at a park, whether it's 15 minutes in your backyard, whatever it is, just try to get outside for 15 minutes every day if you can. Um, but even if you just choose a couple days a week that you want to get outside for 15 minutes, And a lot of times that 15 minutes turns into longer because the kids start playing and sometimes it takes about 15 minutes for them to warm up to a park or a new place or, um, but yeah, I guess my biggest tip is to just, to just do it. And then a couple other things is just to have clothing that will work for all types of weather. So to have rain jackets and snow clothes and all of that stuff on hand. And that does not have to be an expensive thing to get like, Go to the consignment shops. I do. You have consignment shops over there. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So going to the consignment shops or shopping used or whatever works. It doesn't have to be expensive to have the gear to get outside year round. And then um, another tip, I guess, for getting outside. Like you know, some people are like, "Well, what are we going to do for fifteen minutes in our backyard?" So another one of my tips is to take books outside for a story time, like to do something fun like that, that you would normally do inside, but you could do it outside. And then I like to, this is kind of a weird thing, but um, in the warmer months, I like to fold my laundry outside. I just take a picnic blanket outside and I fold my laundry outside while the kids play. And it's like one of my favorite things because I feel like I'm accomplishing something and we still get to be outside. So like finding those little things that you could do outside as well as inside
0: and like just
1: trying them and seeing what works.
0: I, first of all, folding laundry outside sounds a lot better than folding it inside. Right? It's <laughs> so that tip. <laughs> but I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. I, I just love all of those tips and giving yourself like just that kind of like when we talk about decluttering, a lot of times we say, you know, if it's something you don't want to do decluttering, cleaning, whatever it might be, giving yourself that 15 minutes of time to just do it. A lot of times you you keep going once the time is up. And I think that's a great tip and just starting to get your family outside. And sometimes, yeah, it feels like it takes an hour to get everyone ready to get out there for that 15 minutes. So once (laughs) you're out there, you probably want to spend more time (laughs) anyway. Yes.
1: Especially in the winter, getting all the layers on all the kids. and Oh man.
0: Yeah. (laughs) it's just one of those things that it's like it might not be the most convenient eating but it is because the hard things are often worth it right absolutely yeah well i have two questions that i like to ask every guest so before you go i have to ask you what is something that you're simplifying right now so i am actually
1: i've always enjoyed decluttering um and getting rid of things but i am doing it again. I'm getting rid of all the physical clutter in my house um, because I feel like that has been overwhelming me and stressing me out. And, you know, I mean, when you have multiple kids, things just tend to add up over time. And we're at a place where like we have a small home, we have six people in the home and there's just too much stuff. So (laughs) I'm actually getting rid of, I'm decluttering, getting rid of physical clutter I, I mean, the past 10 years, my oldest is 10 and I've been so many different sizes, um, like of clothing. And so I actually just went through my clothes again and I was able to like purge and be like, okay, this will not fit me again. This is my new normal and that's okay. So that's something I'm simplifying and kind of letting go of is um, the items in my home that no longer serve a purpose and actually getting rid of them forever, <laughs>
0: yeah well I love that my second question is what's something that you're loving right now
1: so something that I'm loving this is kind of random but I am loving volleyball right now so I actually play um, I don't know if this is a big thing back east but we have here in Idaho and other places around the northwest we have like city league teams like adult city leagues and so I am on a volleyball city league team And it has been so much fun. And like, we're in our tournament right now. So I've been able to like, I just go and play. We have like one game a week and it's like after the kids are in bed and I just go and play and it's been so much fun. So I've been doing that since the fall and just really loving it.
0: That's so fun. That's awesome that you like get to do something that you love and with other adults. (laughs) After bedtime, that's great.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's nice too, because I feel like you know, being a small business owner, and my husband has his own business, like, I feel like I'm working a lot, like 24 <laughs> seven. And So when I'm playing volleyball, I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just playing volleyball. And it's
0: like, just been really great for me. So I love it. Well, thank you so much for this conversation. Um, I've loved it and I've gotten some ideas from it. So can't wait to use them, especially as the weather's getting warmer. It's much easier to talk about this when we're like leaving winter.
1: (laughs) Yay. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome
0: hope you enjoyed this episode and I just want to emphasize how excited I am to get the spring adventure kit that I ordered from Holly. This episode is like not sponsored by Holly's products or anything. I just really think they are amazing. It's amazing what she's doing and it's affordable so I really encourage you to look at those if you want ideas that are going to be right in front of you for getting your family outside more. If it's a goal of yours to do so, she really helps make it easy. And the ideas she shared in this episode help make it easy as well. So I know a great action step for me from this episode is just to add some type of routine to our days to get us outside more. I love the idea of if you're getting out of the house anyways to just piggyback some outdoor time on top of that. So I hope you take just one of Holly's ideas and use it this week to start getting outside more as a family if you enjoyed this episode i would love it if you would share it with a friend or share it wherever you like to share things on social media or on the internet i am grateful for you for doing that and i'm grateful that you're here listening in thank you for listening i will talk to you right back here again on the next episode seeking the truth never gets old